0: Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, wait a second, children of all ages, isn't this show rated explicit? Yeah, that doesn't sound right, we're going to be using a lot of adult no-no words. Ladies and gents, we're proud to present to you the Spinning Our Gears podcast. As a reminder, the issues, views, and opinions discussed in this podcast are those of the co-hosts and their guests and do not reflect those of any department, agency, city, municipality, state, or country. All stories, characters, and individuals discussed on the podcast should be considered fictional for entertainment value, especially if there's any Blue Falcons listening in. Listener discretion is advised. If you don't like it, hit the big X and find something else. Otherwise, without further ado, here are your hosts, Turk and Swagger. welcome back everyone to the spinning our gears podcast as always i'm turk he's swagger and together we're just a couple of guys spinning our gears swagger how you doing doing good how about yourself doing good pretty quick turnaround seems like it was just minutes since i last talked to you (laughs) exactly
1: probably about two and a half
0: yeah left y'all off with a little cliffhanger a little bombshell told y'all we're gonna be pissing our admin off some big news that we didn't want to discuss last time, but the big news is this. We already knew what we were going to talk about this episode. I'm sure the admins are hating that. I'm sure they're hating the fact that we left them for at least a week, not giving them anything, but that's all it was. We knew what we <laughs> were going to talk about. Swagger, I know you got a lot that uh, you want to get off your chest, but I figured for this, for this first, second episode, we would uh, we'd talk about something that's been spinning in my gears lately. We talk about why has it always got to be a naked person?
1: Yeah, that's a that's a hot topic right now. I mean, I don't know if you remember that person on 380 northbound there.
0: Yeah, yeah. For those of uh, those of you that are in the area, there was a little incident on one of the major interstates going through our our city. Guy hopped out of his car, buck naked. It was like <laughs> negative 10 degrees out, and he was running all over the interstate. So, <laughs> did you see the video of that? I did. That was I did. Nuts, man. I don't know how that guy has a dick anymore.
1: Raw well, for real, yeah.
0: I mean, it thing had to have been frozen to the pavement.
1: I mean, I was sitting there thinking, oh, man, those officers, they have to go out and deal with that guy.
0: Whoa. Well, you think he probably just would have jumped in the back of their car at that point.
1: Yeah, that cold? Just
0: absolutely frozen. So
1: I would, it, that's for sure. It, I don't like the cold.
0: Yeah, no. Well, maybe it was that cold and he couldn't find it anymore. But <laughs> Either way, for those of you who aren't in law enforcement, you would be surprised, but police have to deal with naked people just about all the time. And it's never a naked channing tatum. It's never a naked good-looking girl. It's always someone with some busted ass titties that no one wants to see. <laughs> well, am I right or am I wrong? You are 100% correct. <laughs> it seems like there's a bunch of different reasons why we have to deal with stuff like that. Mental health obviously is a big one. But then also like substance abuse, people that are high on things like, you know, meth and cocaine or that are ex- experiencing what we call excited delirium. And usually that stems from substance abuse, but sometimes can mental health also. And that's just a point where they've, you know, inside they're not, they're not reasoning properly and they get super hot. Their body, their heart rate, their blood pressure, everything escalates and their actual body temperature gets super hot. So they start stripping down and then we have to get called in and we have to fight them or at least deal with them. Sometimes it's medical calls. Uh, it seems like every every dead person we get sent to, they're naked for some reason. Uh, apparently, no one can die in their clothes. But
1: a lot, a lot of times, and I mean, this is just you know on the podcast, but I, I always find it funny that uh, a lot of times males are you know half, half clothed and uh, and naked, but they have the top half on and the bottom half you know they don't have any undies on or anything. You're like, what? Right? happened?
0: Right. Well, and so that was something I experienced a lot in the jail. Like, like I said, in our first episode, I spent two years in the jail and for whatever reason, the first thing that guys would do as like a protest when they came in and they didn't want to be arrested was they would either, they'd either smear their shit all over the walls, which I don't get that either, or they would just get naked. Like we were going to go in there and deal with them while they're naked and not have to sit behind a concrete wall for an hour (laughs) until they put their clothes back on. Doesn't make any sense. (laughs) And it always seems to be males more than females too. Yep but I have, I've seen more penises and buttholes than I care to count at this point. I didn't realize there was a a quantitative number of amount of buttholes and penises that you could (laughs) see before you get tired. But apparently I've hit that mark. But the funny part is, yeah, people think that we're just going to turn and and run away because we see a dick and I'm not afraid of dicks anymore. So (laughs) I don't don't know about you, but, uh, we, we got a job we got to do. And and no, we're not just going to turn and run away. What's the
1: movie that the, the kids drawing all those penises? What's that movie again? He's like,
0: uh, yeah. uh, oh, it's Jonah Hill yeah. and Michael Sarah, I can't think of it now.
1: Oh, oh, we have to fall. We'll we have to come back to that one.
0: Uh, I'll come back and I'll cut it in and I'll 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 cover it over with like a real generic. Super bad.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, I. I'm usually pretty good about figuring out what movies those came from. Super
0: though. bad, super That's bad. It. There it is. Super That's bad. what it is. Where he's got <laughs> a condition, he's drawing it on everything.
1: Oh yeah, my one whole... of my cousins who is a huge movie nut, man. He's gonna kill me when he hears this. That I, I thought
0: you movies. were gonna say one of my cousins has that condition and draws dicks <laughs> on everything. <laughs> well, he might. We can ask him sometime. <laughs> Does he have a whole lunchbox full of dicks?
1: I don't know. He he might. I don't know. He's a he's a police officer as well. So uh, we'll have to ask him sometime. I'm oh. sure he'll give us the roll the roll lowdown of it.
0: Probably wouldn't have passed the polygraph if he had a whole lunchbox that's, full of dicks.
1: No, that's probably true.
0: Unless he came from one of those agencies.
1: Yeah,
0: maybe. Yeah. If he, if he's a county guy, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, we love our county guys. We love our state patrol. I guess, you know, we were just to the point we thought for this this first second episode, if you will, really the the first episode with meat to it was we'd tell a couple stories that we've come across in, in dealing with naked guys that we we look back and we laugh on. And for me, when someone asks me, what's the craziest thing you've encountered, it's always this story for me. It take you back to my rookie year, if if you will. I was just off FTO, finally flying solo. It was one of those humid, warm nights, and I get sent to a disturbance call with one of my sergeants. And we get there, and it just felt weird right off the bat. You could hear the music banging from the street, and it was an apartment complex. <laughs> and we go knock on the door. And this lady, I kid you not, she was, she's a big old girl, probably every bit of 350, if not larger, answers the door with her husband, who is every bit of maybe 105 pounds. And behind them is another couple that just does not talk at all. It was really, really weird. But they're telling us that they're house sitting for a friend. Which doesn't seem right. They're house sitting for a friend in an apartment and they're blowing the speakers out. Well, I notice on the living room floor is a couch. And on this couch is two toddler age kids sleeping. I'm like now, nah, okay, now hairs in my neck are standing up. Something's not right here. We're we're telling them that obviously the music can't be that loud. And then we start asking for names. And the female gives us her name, no problem. The male, he was on the fence. Didn't want to give us his name, told us, you know, same stuff you hear every day. Well, I don't have to give you my name. I didn't do anything wrong. Now, for those who aren't aware in Iowa, if you commit a public offense, you have to give the police officer your name. So me and the sergeant aren't feeling quite right. I had to put my foot in the door to keep him from shutting it on us. So we've already called for backup. Just about as soon as backup arrives, this guy just says, I got to take a shit. Now, for the... <laughs> For those of you who have not had multiple years of experience in law enforcement, anytime someone says, I have to take a shit, or I have to piss, or if it's a female and they say that their period just started, chances are about 90% that's not true. Chances are we're not going to give up either. That's what they're looking for is for us to go, oh, man, they have to take a shit. Let's just let them go. (laughs) So we tell him he can't. We tell him that he's got to stick around he starts to go towards the back bedroom in this apartment. I push my way through the door because obviously we can't just let him go in the back room and be somewhere where we can't see him. And mama bear is what I'm going to call her. Tries to get in front of me. I had to forearm shiver that bitch (laughs) like a linebacker. And when, when stuff starts hitting the fan, your adrenaline starts pumping, everything slows down for me. When I forearm shivered this chick, she started to fall towards the two kids on the bed. Oh. And I almost pooped my pants, thinking she was going to kill them. But I had this i had this moment where I had to decide, do I try to save the kids or do I just go? And I realized there was no stopping that, so I just went. I, I don't think she killed the kids, luckily. But uh, as I get to the back bedroom bathroom's closed. I'm pounding on the door. Come out, come out. I'm gonna have to kick this thing in. He's giving us that same old spiel of, oh, hold on, let me finish. Well, now I've got backup behind me, and I go, dude, open the door. I'm kicking it in. He's like, all right, I'm coming out. He opens the door, and he's standing there buck-ass naked. (laughs) Don't know why. I don't know if he thought I was gonna scream like a girl and run away, or if he's someone who thinks that he has to shit butt-naked, but he was butt naked. So I'm trying to give him, you know, commands, turn around, put your hands behind your back. Basically, just trying to get his penis away from me. One of the one of the backup officers was behind him. And this motherfucker blue falconed me. I still don't know what he was thinking. He comes up behind this guy and just shoves him towards me. <laughs> Doesn't make any attempt to go hands-on with him, just shoves him at me. So now I'm going hands-on with this guy with another coworker, and roundabout we found out that this guy was high on meth and he was he was flushing meth down the toilet that's what he was doing in there but if you've never had to fight a meth head it's not fun and if you've never had to fight a naked meth head it's really not fun we must have struggled with this guy for every bit of 10 minutes and mind you he's coming out of the bathroom that's connected to a bedroom this thing is maybe big enough to fit a car in where does the fight go right onto the bed. So now my coworker and I are struggling with this guy who's buck ass naked on a bed. And I'm trying to pressure point every single bit of him that I can. And it's just not working. He at one point literally tells me to break his ear off and that he likes it. And that still didn't work. (laughs) After about 10 minutes of fighting this guy, we finally get his hands behind his back, get him in handcuffs, and he realizes that he's not going to get away, but he had to have his last say, and he turns around and looks at me and the other coworker, and he says, yeah, that's right, stick your finger in my butthole. Inappropriate derogatory term. (laughs) Now listen, (laughs) we're LGBTQ friendly here, but that was what he said. I looked at my coworker and he looked at me and all we could do is just laugh our asses off. Like this guy who decided to get naked in front of us, who decided to fight us, is now telling us that we're gay and to stick our fingers in his butt. But 10 minutes later, we finally get him calmed down, get to the point where we can get him dressed. And what does the blue Falcon do? Comes back in the room with a pair of toddler shorts and tries to put the toddler shorts on the guy, racks him in the balls, and he just starts screaming and fighting again. So I had to take him to the jail because I was the rookie screaming and yelling in toddler shorts the whole way down. It was it was something to behold.
1: So let me ask you this uh that uh the blue falcon, was that more of a senior officer than you?
0: Well, he was more of a senior officer. He now has a duty dealing with the schools. If that oh, makes sense to you.
1: Smokes.
0: Yeah. I think you know who I'm talking about now.
1: Well, yeah, probably, yeah. Well, I was thinking, you know, that you know, he's probably just pulling the old, uh, the old rookie card, you know. On, you. he's gonna, he's got to throw that in there at some point, you know.
0: No, I just, I don't think he was thinking at all. <laughs> like, and that was the other part. So we're fighting with this guy on the bed. We finally get him in cuffs. I look out in the living room, and Big Mama Jamma is now fighting our two sergeants from her backside. Like she's sitting down. I don't know where the Blue Falcon was at at all. He, he ended up, he was in the kitchen talking to that other couple who wasn't, you know, saying anything, not helping anyone fight, not helping anyone get anyone into custody. Oh, man. So, yeah, this, this girl's on her butt, and one sergeant's trying to get her hand, and she's punching him in the quad as hard as she can. So I go moseying on over there, and I pull my my taser out. I'm going to drive stunner, and the sergeant just looks at me, and he goes, no. I look at the other sergeant and he's fucking smiling and laughing also. <laughs> so like the, the first sergeant told me later, he's like, he goes, yeah, you would have been justified, but just not worth it. Just not worth the paperwork. <laughs> I'm like, well, I'm like, you're the one who's not going to be able to sit down for a while because of the bruised quad and butt, but whatever, that's on you, man.
1: You know, that's how it goes though. Sometimes is, you know, it's a right rate on the, on the paperwork level.
0: Oh, ab- absolutely.
1: You, you know, it's like, oh well, oh, how much paperwork do I have to do if I do this?
0: well yeah, but that's right, the, I won't do it. that's the other part is it's they're not doing the paperwork they're just checking it oh yeah well yeah but yep. I, don't I don't know that's that was my the number one story that when anyone else was what's, the,
1: how was the guy on the way down to jail
0: oh constant constant kicking and screaming like Did we you? had to we had to halfway uh tie up his legs oh man just to get him down there but <laughs> once once we got there and he knew that he was outnumbered like thirty to one, he kind of calmed down. But
1: oh, I'm sure he did. I'm just the, sometimes you know you know I mean sometimes people high on meth and they see those thirty people come out of that jail you know to to help you out they they amp up sometimes.
0: Right, they get six feet tall and bulletproof. Yeah. It's like yeah.
1: you're like, dude, this is not going to work out well for you.
0: Yeah, I don't. I mean, like I said, we had him calm down, and then that dude comes back in to help get him dressed, and he goes to put on a pair of toddler, <laughs> fucking toddler shorts. And just racks him in the
1: nuts. (laughs) Oh, dude, that's awesome!
0: I would say it's about thirty times harder than trying to actually dress a toddler. For
1: those of you who are parents out there, yeah, yeah. So I'd have to concur with that.
0: That's the story that I go back to though. Whenever anyone's like, "What's the weirdest thing you've seen?" I was like, "Well, a naked meth head on a bed calling me gay."
1: See, I don't, I don't think I've ever heard that story from you. We've shared a lot of stories together. That's a pretty good one. Really. Yeah, I don't think you've ever shared that long, man. That's pretty good.
0: Well, I'll have to tell you the, the sergeant later on who, well, I'm sorry, he's a sergeant now. He was an officer then that helped me out. He he tells a little bit better with a little better voices than I do.
1: Oh, I'm sure he does, yeah. So. Yeah. Huh. What,
0: what, what do you got, man? What naked people have you dealt with in your years of experience?
1: Man, dude, I've dealt with so many naked people. It's, it's been wild. And, you know, similarly, I've got tons of stories, you know, one was like you said, just fresh off FTO, but uh, we were on that call together, which was wild. But the, uh, I'm going to take it to the Marine Corps side of things just to try to open the door to these guys. And uh, back when I was in the Corps, you know, 2010, when I was in North Carolina, we'd go down to Myrtle beach, like every weekend, you know, we do what Marines do get drunk, have a good time, and then uh, try not My- to get a fight.
0: Mind your P's and Q's, basically. Yeah, you know, do,
1: do what you can so you didn't get in trouble when you went back to the base. <laughs> so, but no, we went out one night and a group of us, whenever we would go stay at a hotel and down in Myrtle Beach, you can rent a limo and a limo would come pick you up and take you to what's called uh, Broadway on the Beach. It's like a big, huge shopping area with bars and all sorts of stuff. Well, anywho, there we did a couple bar crawls in that area, you know, bar closed at two, I think is what it was maybe three in the morning. And then we'd go back, get a ride back to the hotel. Well, one of our, uh, our Marine buddies decided he was just going to go astray and try to chase some girls. Well, that plan didn't work out so well for him because they ended up leaving him and he didn't get to stay with them at all. He ends up calling us the next morning and somehow he had fallen asleep in one of the slides on the beach to like a <laughs> pool. Mind you, he had stripped, Bucked naked and was sleeping in the, in like one of those enclosed, you know, big, huge pool slides that come out at the bottom of the pool. (laughs) So he is sleeping there, had no clue where his clothes were. So we were asking, like, hey, man, where, you know, what'd you do with your clothes? And he couldn't tell us a single idea where. So he allegedly went swimming in the ocean with these girls. And then when he got out, they were gone. And so was his clothes, and he had no clue where he was, no clue where his phone was.
0: Well, can can I just say that the best stories start off somehow and include allegedly, and we're already there. So,
1: yeah, absolutely. I mean, every <laughs> time you throw in allegedly, it's like yeah. do you really believe what this dude
0: is saying <laughs> so, Dude's he, trying to make out with a dolphin. Yeah, like I mean,
1: he had to have been because I'm just like, man, are these girls like mythical? You know, like were they like legit? You know,
0: mermaids? Like,
1: yeah, right. Or was he like? <laughs> You know, I like can see that drunk. I mean, it's pretty crazy. But, but yeah, that was a pretty wild weekend because I'm pretty sure that weekend was like St. Patrick's Day weekend. And so we were down there. That was like a Friday night. And we were down there. I think St. Patrick's Day that year was like on a Sunday. So we were down there partying for that whole weekend. But that was on Friday. So you know you really hit the jackpot with the guys you went down there with uh, when the first night you're there. One of them's naked, sleeping outside of the hotel room in a, you know, a pool slide. I mean, just wild.
0: Plot twist, it was a leprechaun.
1: Right. It absolutely. Could have been, yeah. <laughs> I mean, you, just, you never really knew what was going to you know, take place down in Myrtle Beach. But like a lot of the guys that uh, I still, you know, still talk to and stuff like that, we always tell stories. And I mean, that story gets brought up, you know, quite frequently. But uh, it's, it's pretty funny. That, that friend of mine actually, that uh, Marine, he told me one time, he called me up. He was trying to get a job when he got out of the Marine Corps. And he goes, hey, uh, is there any way you could like take a couple photos down on Facebook of me? <laughs> <laughs> All right, yeah, that's probably a good idea. I mean, you're pretty crazy, so. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so that's that that was a good one down in uh, down in Myrtle Beach with uh, a bunch of the guys from the Marine Corps. So.
0: Well, I mean, what can go wrong with a bunch of Marines in Myrtle Beach? You know.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I mean. I got stories for days from there. Like I said, it was for the better part about two years. It was almost every weekend we'd go down there. So celebrated New Year's Eve down there one year. Just did all sorts of fun times. So I recommend Myrtle Beach. I'm not going to throw in a plug there, but I, you know, I'm not getting paid any uh, kickbacks from the city of Myrtle Beach, South Carolina, but, uh,
0: sure. By all means go visit. Sure. So just don't end up naked on a slide.
1: Yeah. I mean, definitely don't do that when you have your kids, you know, I'm, uh, Right, right. Now, so doing that stuff, I'd be divorced by tomorrow.
0: Yeah, we don't want that. No, we don't no, want no. that. So, what else you got for me, man?
1: Well, I don't know. Do you want to talk about the uh, the chick out there on uh, oh, the complex? Yeah, that was, that was intense. Maybe we can. You know, you can share some of the details if you if you choose. I'm not gonna. Well, I'll be under the bus for that one, but maybe
0: – Okay. Well, so first and foremost, the details are not me slinking away with some girl. Okay, let's get that straight. That's, all right. That's I, true. That is true. I, I don't want stories to get started. I don't want admin calling me into their office. There's there's already enough of that problem going around. But
1: well, you know, uh, rumors, rumors. You don't want any rumors, you know, circulating. Those things just kind of take off like
0: a spaceship. Well, you know, uh, apparently I'm just unreliable sometimes. So oh. I, I don't I don't want to be more unreliable on this podcast. Right. Uh, no, I, I, you know, I thought about that that story, and I thought it would be kind of cool if, because uh, we weren't in the same car. No, no. If I was thinking almost if like I started off, I let everyone know what it was like for me getting to that call, and then we'll go to you going to that call, and then kind of combine it towards the end there, if that's all right with you.
1: Yeah, that sounds like a perfect route.
0: All right, so it, this was an evening shift call, like I don't know, maybe four, or five o'clock at night. Yeah. Um, it was in the middle of summer. So it
1: It was definitely like five o'clock because people were definitely there was a lot of people watching. That's
0: right, that's right. There were a whole bunch of people in that parking lot. On that, so I'm a canon officer, and on that day, I had someone riding with me. And at our agency, we don't normally get that opportunity. Another officer was riding with me, and so the idea is that you're gonna, you know, you're gonna get into a whole bunch of stuff, and you're gonna find a whole bunch of drugs and guns and everything. Well, at the time, we had a dispatcher who just didn't understand that. And instead of sending us to two-man calls, she was sending us to a bunch of parking complaints. Like, we literally went to, I want to say, five parking complaints prior to that, and we're just getting more and more pissed off. Well, so this call comes out as we're on one of those parking complaints. And it was dispatched as a lady with a butcher knife in the parking lot of this apartment complex, jumping on cars and threatening to kill people. We're like... All right, this is us. This is a call perfectly made for a two-man car. Let's go get some, right? So we're screaming, we're screaming lights and sirens down to this apartment complex. And about halfway there, dispatch gets back on the radio and says, "Uh, be advised, she's now naked with a butcher knife." I looked over at my riding partner and I just shook my head and I'm like, "This is not going to be what we thought it was. This is going to go downhill real quick." So we ended up being first on scene. I think I think dispatch was smart enough to to dispatch paramedics right away. They were like right behind us. But as we get on scene, here's this lady, butt naked, laying flat back on the on the concrete, just screaming at the top of her lungs. The butcher knife is like four feet from her. So me being the blue falcon this time and having a little bit of seniority. I go over, and I kick the butcher knife, and then I let my, uh, my riding partner deal with the naked chick at first while I was investigating what was going on. So what was it like for you going to the call?
1: Well, you know, I like I said, I was uh, pretty much, I don't know, week one on, off on my own, you know, from being out on FTO. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I was like, you know, eager and ready to get out there and conquer the world like all rookies are. And I heard that call come out and I immediately was like intimidated because I'm like, what in the world is happening? <laughs> so to hear that you and the other officer that you were with arrived there, you know, got there first and were starting to already deal with it was like a huge relief on me. But then when I got there, you know, I was like, man, all right, what do I do? Because this chick is naked, laying down, <laughs> trying to summons God, is what she was saying. And, oh. uh, like, I mean, she's just laying there on the on the concrete ground, butt
0: naked. All right, so you know? I'll, I'll be honest. Did you do a bunch of circles in a parking lot next to it before you got there? So we got there first.
1: Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Oh, okay. Man. All right. I mean, okay. You know, there's only one way to do that. I, you know, I'm <laughs> more senior than uh, than most people think. You know, I mean, so. So I did a couple circles and you guys weren't storming <laughs> in there. No, but, but for real, I got there and I saw that. And just the way I came in, I came in from like where she was laying in the parking lot from her feet. And I go oh, yeah, oh, yeah. wrong angle, right? Wrong angle. <laughs> uh, wrong. So I get there and there happened to be a, a shift supervisor also getting there. I was pretty much looking up to him because I'm like, I need some guidance, man. This is crazy. I haven't dealt with this on FTO or anything like that.
0: I can't but, even remember who was the supervisor.
1: Well, I, you know, we'll, we'll talk about who it was after.
0: Oh yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. Yep. yep. Total anonymity yep. here, folks.
1: Yep. Yep. So he'll he'll know who he is.
0: We'll start giving them nicknames at some point I think but
1: I think probably just to just to help them out maybe give them a give them a little limelight just
0: to yeah, help the story you, out.
1: Well yeah, you got to I think. So
0: well, anyway, sorry not to no, cut you off.
1: Idea. No she uh, so we, I get there and I'm walking up there and you know I do the first you know first mental health evaluation question is is you know, hey, how's it going? <laughs> so rookie of me to do you know you guys already had the knife away from her but you know i did the typical rookie thing asked that question and you know she didn't tell me anything and i'm like she just kept talking to god and i'm going like what is this chick doing um but anywho at some point we ended up getting a blanket from somewhere, trying to cover her up, you know, because she's yeah. out, you know, bare, you know, bare ass naked in front of the whole apartment complex, which is a very large apartment complex, right?
0: Well, and I don't even think it was a like it wasn't even one of the paramedic blankets, right? It was some random person's
1: blanket. Yeah, it was. It was somebody just handed it over to us to help us out, which is you know, times nowadays, but right, right. Um, but yeah, we we tried to cover her up. That kind of that kind of pissed her off a little bit to the point where, you know, she wanted. So, you know, me, naturally, not knowing what to do, I just grab her arms and try to put her hands behind her back. Well, you know, she's still naked and she's shrugging the blanket off. So here I am, little rookie, trying to put handcuffs on a naked chick, all nervous. The supervisor's, you know, pretty much yelling at me, put the cuffs on her, put the cuffs on her. So I finally get them on. (laughs) I'm trying. Yeah, I'm trying. I get one (laughs) on and she somehow Houdini's a cuff and then she takes (laughs) off running. Yeah.
0: So 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 to all the rookies out here, a little pro tip: instead of going hands on trying to get the cuffs on, just punch them in the face. Hopefully, it works out.
1: Yeah, you, you won't you won't get IA'd for that at all. No.
0: <laughs> you definitely won't get time off for that.
1: No, this you may want to put a disclaimer on that. That's like that's like somebody telling somebody to drink bleach.
0: Well, know. I think I think the disclaimer at the beginning of the episode will cover that. But just in case it doesn't, don't <laughs> punch them in the face.
1: Yeah, that would probably unless, not go over well.
0: Unless you have to.
1: You'll you'll at least get talked to about it. That's for sure.
0: So to cut in real quick, just to kind of explain what was going on on my side of things, I didn't realize that you guys were chasing this naked chick around the the complex. We were
1: like 10 feet. I mean, she got pretty good distance.
0: Well, and the thing is, like she was like you said, she was talking like summoning summoning God. But I think she was also mentioning something about like her boyfriend or something, because for whatever reason, we ended up going into her apartment to make sure there was no one inside and hurt. And then also kind of, we were thinking drugs at first. The apartment was absolutely spotless. Like you would not imagine that clean of an apartment at this complex based on the other apartments we've been in.
1: Did she have furniture in there?
0: She, very little furniture. And I remember um, like very organized. She had like a calendar on the wall that like detailed all of her appointments and like what she had to do for work the next week. Like she was, she seemed to be a very put together person mentally. But for whatever reason, she had this mental break. We never found anything drug related or any reason to believe after that that she was on drugs.
1: Well, I, I actually did because I dealt with her like three years after the fact. Oh okay. S- similar incident, not really, but she mental health breakdown and she uh, she ended up calling this time on her own. So good on her. Yeah. And, uh, and you know you know she wanted medical evaluation uh, just on her own basis. So so she voluntarily went to the hospital, which is great. Good. So, but yeah, so continuing the story, I mean, we finally get the cuffs on her, you know, help escort her to the uh, ambulance and get her inside that to where she's not uh, naked in the public. Uh, She gets in there. They got a blanket on her in there, but uh, she's now talking to us. Well, uh,
0: they had to strap her down to the gurney. Yep.
1: Yep. And she's, you know, she's talking all this nonsense still. One of the things that I remember is just some stuff that she was kind of <laughs> saying to everybody in the
0: ambulance. I'm starting to blush already. <laughs> I bet you are. I
1: mean, I I never thought I would have heard anything like what she says.
0: Well, yeah, first week I'll by yourself, like crazy call to go to, and then hearing some of this stuff. Yeah, See, sure. I do like. Do you want to go? Do you want me to go into it?
1: No, you don't have to, man. I I just I thought it was kind of funny. I mean, personally, on my side of it, I'm just sitting over there, you know, a little rookie, and then just happened to be where you're positioned, Dad. Well, so,
0: oh, we got to go into it now, right? All right. I so for any of those that don't realize, like a, an ambulance has a side door and a back door, and she's on the gurney inside the ambulance. There's a couple paramedics talking to her. We're still trying to figure out what's going on. Well, a much more senior officer, he wasn't senior to me at the department, but he had a lot more years on, was on the side door. I opened the back doors to talk to her to try to figure out what's going on. They told me that she'd calm down. And as I opened the door, she then flings the blanket off of her again, which that was, that mentally scarred me. And it will scar me for years to come. The paramedics are just asking her, you know, random questions like, what's going on? You know, how do we get here? And I, sometimes I don't know why they ask these questions because the person's clearly talking nonsense. Like they're not going to give you a story for, why they ended up naked in a, in a parking lot? But yeah, but the, he
1: who's the president of the United States? Like I mean, yeah,
0: I like right. Figure out where they're at. Well, the one paramedic goes, "Well, what's wrong?" And she, in the most strained voice that you can imagine, goes, "I'm hurting." <laughs> and me, being the the idiot that I am, asked a rookie question myself, and I go, "Well, well, what do you what are you hurting? Is there something we can get you?" And she looks me dead in the eyes and she goes, Yeah, yo dick. <laughs> <laughs> so I I drop my head, I shake my head, and I just slowly close the doors and I walk away. And I heard about that. Well, to this day, I still have that other senior officer telling me about that every time he sees me.
1: Oh, I mean, it was that was an epic call. I mean, <laughs> when you close that door, like when you close ambulance doors you know those things slam and they're loud right. you closed it the quietest i've ever seen <laughs> i like just you, you snuck out of there like you were like trying to like get out of a bank robbery well it was like
0: just- i go how do we even write a report at this point like i have to go into the report and go she said i want your dick
1: <laughs> i think you guys wrote that report didn't you
0: <laughs> i think so i think we did because i think the guy in the passenger seat would just type it as i was driving
1: yeah i don't think i wrote that i I, at least I don't recall her writing that.
0: It's like just make sure you put the disclaimer that she did not get my dick.
1: Yeah, she definitely did not. She did <laughs> not. Yeah, that's
0: uh... We went we went from wanting to tear stuff up that day to just wanting to ride out the next few hours and and get out of that shift.
1: That's how that goes, though. You know, I mean, you get those crazy calls. It's like, yep, I'm good for the rest of the day.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I need to go wash my eyes out and 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 have a beer or something because. I can't repair myself right now.
1: Nope. I mean, you're just like and then, and then unfortunately, you know, those are the days that things like that happen. I mean, like I said, you know, that was what, three hours into our shift and bam. Yeah. I mean, yeah. we had, you know, five more to go. I mean, you know it's when that happens, it's gonna be a bad day.
0: Yeah. I well, and I couldn't even tell you what happened the rest of that day.
1: Yeah, no, I know. I mean
0: I, I probably couldn't have told you the next day what happened the rest of that day. It was just one of those things where that sticks with you. And even though it's hilarious, you know, it does kind of emotionally traumatize you, I guess. Trauma is all sorts of different things. It can be happy. It can be sad. But just goofy, goofy shit.
1: Yeah, uh, so that was quite the uh, eye-opening experience for a young rookie and myself, so.
0: But you didn't quit. So no, well, that's, that's good. No, That's yeah. good.
1: That, that is that is a true statement. I think we've seen some people do that. Um Along the way, so
0: yeah. For those out there, he's not going to quit. By the way, yeah. Another yeah. little disclaimer. We should just title this episode disclaimer. disclaimer.
1: Yeah, really. Yeah. yeah. D- naked disclaimer. I mean, really.
0: Ma- <laughs> naked disclaimer. You're right.
1: Because you got it. You really got to have one of those. Anytime you're gonna get naked nowadays, you got to have a disclaimer. Like you know, you're gonna go take a shower. Ah, I'm gonna go take a shower. There's a disclaimer <laughs> to everybody.
0: Now. Don't walk in the bathroom. You walk in the bathroom. So. Oh my God. Well, you know what's gonna happen now, right? Oh God! The, I don't know. The next calls that well, yeah, either we're gonna get called into somebody's office, or <laughs> the next calls that we're gonna get are gonna be naked calls. Yeah, it's kind of well, it, like saying the Q worse. word. Yeah,
1: yeah. it's kind of like uh, you know, you think about a car and then you see that car over and over and over again.
0: Right. You know, it's right.
1: Like, uh, you know, or it's the opposite. I guess. I mean, really, if you talk about it, maybe it'll just go away.
0: I'm not gonna take that chance, though.
1: No, I know. You better knock on some wood. We better. We, do that.
0: we've already talked about it yeah. enough. I think.
1: <laughs> we've uh we've covered too much on that one <laughs> you're probably right we're probably going to be in an office tomorrow
0: yeah there's yeah <laughs> i'm just uh, thinking uh which union rep or which fop rep i'm gonna call
1: well you got to you got to have those in hand you know
0: maybe yeah, i'll that, have one of both
1: i think that's probably a good idea
0: maybe we just we we go together
1: yeah i guess i would probably well F fo yeah yeah you would uh you kind of counteract both of those. I mean,
0: we we could at least cover everything a lot quicker that way.
1: Yeah, it would be a it'd be one it would be like a one stop shop essentially.
0: Really, we're we're <laughs> looking out for our PD at this point. <laughs>
1: it's a lot of money to be saved.
0: So, just a reminder: the disclaimer at the beginning of the episode said that all stories are considered fictional and not real. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yeah, that that story that we just told was totally made up bullshit.
0: Yeah, that was a. Uh, it was actually a friend of ours from another agency. The story we heard from them.
1: So, and technically, I'm trying to be an actor now. Um, so I'm I'm practicing my lines.
0: Right, right. Yeah. We're going to audition for telling the story. We're good. Yeah. If we just keep telling ourselves we're good, we'll be fine.
1: That's how that works. That's how that should work. <laughs> yeah. That's how it should work. You know, if you say I'm okay, I'm okay.
0: Rock yeah, yourself. He- in the shower and cry and say you're okay
1: yeah you got uh you got any other naked uh naked stories that you want to share or... man i you well, know i've dealt with so
0: many of them that you could you could
1: go down the road what's that you could you could go down a a very steep road of uh stories to to travel so
0: well could... i mean i've been in this gig for 12 years now and like i said two of it was in a jail I've seen so many dicks that I'm sure I've got a million stories that I've just repressed in the back of my head that right. I never want to think of again.
1: It's probably good that we did this episode one, you know, to try to to get all the uh, naked people stories out of the way right off the bat. Right.
0: I mean, we'll, it, we may circle back to them later. Yeah, you never if, know. If you're listening to the show and you like stories about naked people, don't get your hopes down. We might bring it up again later. <laughs> Maybe suggest something to the show and we can talk about it.
1: How many times have we talked about that story, that, that call for service when we were on like overnights together, just shooting the shit.
0: Oh, the one that we were both on. Yeah. I think countless.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's been like almost pretty
0: much every time. Right. I think, I mean, the thing about it is you circle back to those things. You could be having a bad night. You tell a funny story like that and the night gets better. Yep. And, and that's really what this show is about is we might not be able to get you an answer to your problem or solve your problem, but, if we talk about something for 30 minutes, 45 minutes, an hour, whatever it is, and you can just sit back and listen to it and laugh along the way, maybe you'll feel better walking away from it.
1: That's right. That's all that matters. So, We, uh, I, we need to probably get a couple sponsors.
0: Well, you know, I'm not going to name any names because no one is sponsoring us right now. But if there's, <laughs> a, if there's a particular clothing brand that goes under other clothing yes. to keep you warm... Like he said, he's got four kids. I've got three. We would love to see our families outfitted in this particular armor, if you will. (laughs) So if anyone knows, if anyone at that company can hook us up, we would love to, uh, to blur you all over the podcast.
1: That would be a, that would be a perfect sponsor
0: or, or just cold, hard cash. Yeah, whatever. You know, we're not beggars. And, and for those of you out there that are concerned that, uh, well, if we, if, if swagger, if you and Turk get too big and you quit law enforcement, where are all the stories going to come from. Just remember, if we make it rich, we're going to become sovereign citizens and we're going to have a million more stories to tell you with the police.
1: That's right. That is true. I will not roll down my window. I promise.
0: Right. I will. Uh, I'll have that card that I'll hold up. Yes. And I'll instigate things.
1: Is that the next? Is that the next episode? Sovereign citizens?
0: Maybe. Oh, geez. maybe.
1: Man, how many? That? Ooh, those are those are intense.
0: I think that I think you might be on something.
1: I think he might be, yeah.
0: But, well, we can't can't give it away, though. We can't tell them what's coming next. we got to make them tune in the next episode and listen.
1: Well, I think everybody would want to tune in for Sovereign Citizens because, I mean, those are just interesting calls in the first place.
0: Well, okay, how about this? I'm not going to give a Turk promise. All right. But the next episode may or may not deal with something that the people want to (laughs) hear. That's pretty open. (laughs) (laughs) Fair enough? I mean, it, it... Right? That's good. Yeah. I can't get sued for lying at this point. That's true. You did
1: cover the both sides of that. So
0: I did. I did. Hmm. Well, man, I think we've I think we've kind of put a bow on this one. I might uh, I might go hop in the shower and cry, which would then be naked and really ties this whole thing together.
1: Well, I'm I'm not gonna do that. I can't I'm gonna go to sleep, I think. And that would okay. be naked.
0: Well, you know, I'm gonna- Man, on. I, you you, you kind of cut through there, but what what Swagger just said was that he sleeps naked, yes. and you can all envision that.
1: Good. And you
0: not. you can all cry yourself, also. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh man!
0: Well, if you don't right. have anything else for him, Swagger, I'm gonna I'm gonna sign out like we normally do. You guys can reach us at Facebook at Spinning Our Gears or just Spinning Our Gears. Instagram is spinning our gears and Twitter is at spinning our gear. Again, leave the S off the end of that. You can contact us, come up with show ideas, problems that you have. Um, and if you wouldn't mind, it'd be a great appreciation from both of us. If you go to the platform that you're listening to this on and rate us and review us, it'll help us get a little bit further on and, and hopefully get to the point where we can become sovereign citizens.
1: <laughs> that is uh that is epic. That all right with you? Sounds good to me, yep. So...